Can I give you what I can today? These scattered ashes that are hid away I'd lay it all at your feet From the corners of my deepest shame Empty places where I've worn your name. Show me the love. I say I believe. Help me to lay it down. Oh Lord, I lay it down. Oh, let this be.
Take your Bibles this morning and turn to the book of John. John chapter 1. John chapter 1. You know, John's gospel is a little different than all the rest of them. Each gospel has a, a theme behind it. John focuses on the, mostly in the time in Jerusalem. But John's theme is basically to show Jesus is God. And this is also he starts off in John chapter one. That's where we'll be today. He says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was beginning with God, and all things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and that the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness." comprehended it not so in those five verses john tells us a lot about jesus he says he's always been he was here when the world was spoken to existence he did it and it was him you know he says him and the father they're doing it and and he but the one of the most important verses if you look at this is verse number four says in him was life it says, in him was life. And you think about that. In him is eternal life. Yeah. And, and, and John was trying his best to, to let people realize who this God is. And, and here he starts. And, and I love this chapter because one of the things, it, it introduces to, to a man named John the Baptist. And, and we know the story of John the Baptist. But here, I, I want to give you a little background. We're actually going to be in, in chapter, in verses 35 through 42 is our scripture today. But I wanted to backpedal a little bit, give you a little bit what's going on. Jesus had come to John, and he was baptized by John. John recognized who he was when he came, and he was baptized. Then Jesus goes for 40 days and 40 nights into the wilderness and is tempted. And here he starts, and he's coming back as John is still in the same place. He's still baptized to repent the kingdom is at hand and boy does he know it for sure now because he had seen Jesus he had said behold the Lamb of God now I want you to look in verse 35 and again the next day after John stood with two of his disciples and looking and he said behold the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. And Jesus turned, saw them following, and says, What seek ye? And they said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, be interpreted, Master, where dwellest thou? And he said unto them, Come and see. Then they came, and they saw where he dwelt, and they abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. And one of those two which heard John speak followed him was Andrew Simon Peter's brother his first find is his own brother Simon and said unto him we have found Messiah which is being interpreted the Christ and he brought him to Jesus and when Jesus beheld him he said thou art Simon the son of Jonah thou shalt be called Cephas which is interpreted a stone to look at, at the power of God's ability to change things. The power of God's ability to change things. And like I said, you think about this. When, when John saw him, John's heart was changed. He knew the truth right away. He said, behold the Lamb of God. I want you to think about that for a second. He's the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. He was the Lamb that was slain to come out 
and Eve in their sin in the garden. He 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 represents he he's the Lamb of God that would provide for Abraham a substitute. Amen. And you think, oh, that's some good stuff right there. That don't get you excited. Nothing will. He's the he, he's the Passover Lamb for Israel. He's the Lamb for the guilt offering of in the. to be shorn. He is Jesus who would die and be a sacrifice for you and for me. Some statement to say behold the Lamb. This. Now look, it's pretty cool. Here's two disciples. We know who one of them was. One of them was Andrew because John tells us. But I'll tell you who the other one was and you can tell by the writing style it was John because John tells you it was so important to him. He told you what time the day it happened. It happened at the 10th hour. And they followed him and they watched him and they were amazed. And, and Andrew who, uh, in, in the book of John John tells us one thing about Andrew. Andrew's always taking and bringing people to Jesus. Because what's he do? When he sees them, he experiences them, he runs and says, Simon Simon, guess what man? We have found the Christ. We have found the Messiah. you got to come. And he brings Jesus to Peter in there, and 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 I love what Jesus. He says, "Simon, you'll no longer be Simon, but you're going to become Cephas, a stone." Now he didn't say that. Hey, I'm, I'm making you that right away, because man, we know Peter, don't we? We know we know old Peter. I mean, you know, Peter's one stepped out the boat, sank in the water. Peter's the one who who Jesus had to say, "Get behind me, Satan!" You know, Peter Peter stuck his foot in his mouth. But later, we see Peter being that stone. When Jesus said that that he would be the the, the stone that he built the church, he wouldn't say, "Peter, you're going to be the one that's going to build a church." That faith you got, Peter's what I'm going to build. You're going to be the representation of the faith that it takes to have a my church needs. And so we see that God can change them. I want us to look at that this morning. Man, I thought about that. I said, man, you know, God can do a lot of awesome some things. If he could transform old, old Peter, if he take old Peter and make him into a stone, he an awful lot with us this morning. Amen. I want us to think about this, you know, what what what, what it does, how he wants you to be. Me to be is sanctified. You ever thought about that? One, I mean, yeah, one, he wants you to get saved. That's the most thing amen i mean because you you can't get sanctified without salvation so uh, i'm gonna go ahead and tell you this the first thing christ wants is you to be brought to him just like when 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 Andrew said, hey, we have found him. I'm going to tell you who he found this morning. He found the one that paid for your sins. He found the one that will get you to heaven. There ain't no other way but through Jesus Christ. You try works, and let me tell you what you're going to do. You're just going to get tired. You're just going to work yourself down because you can't work your way into heaven. You can't talk your way into heaven. You can't buy your way into heaven. Ain't no dead bones of Mohammed or, or, or Buddha or any of them going to get you to heaven. The only thing that's going to get you there is Jesus Christ. Jesus came. He lived a sinless life. He died on the cross for you. The Bible says all you got to do is believe that in your heart and confess it with your mouth. The thing is you got to believe it. It's not just saying, hey, I heard the preacher say it. I saw it wrote down. I saw it on a T-shirt. That don't matter. You got to believe it in your heart. Once you believe it in your heart, you confess 
We say, Lord, hey, I know I'm a sinner. I know I need you in my life. Will you come and save me and make me a new creature in Christ? You say those words, you believe in your heart, you too can be saved. It's as simple as that. Now, I love that, I mess. Mean, you ain't got to say, hey, I, I think what's really funny is if we told everybody, hey, to get saved, out of the church. I guarantee you people would practice because that's something I got to work at. You ain't even got to do that. All you got to do is believe in your heart and you get saved. Once you get saved, here's what Christ wants you to do. He wants you to become sanctified. Amen. You want know to sanctify me? It means to be set apart, to be ordained. Christ called you and he saved you and he has a purpose for you. That's the cool thing about God. We have a God who has a purpose and he wants you to be purpose. Now to be sanctified, set apart means that you got to be a little different. Amen. But you said, well, 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 I thought you didn't. So we didn't have to work. Once you get saved, God starts to work in you. Amen. That's what's cool about it. He starts to work in you. And a desire for you. Now, Christian, you might say, well, you might not have that desire right now. Let me tell you what you need to do. You need to wake up. Amen. You need to get excited again because something, something's wet your wood. Something's got you where the fire's no longer burning. And you need to get excited about it. Today's the day. Realize that you need to be sanctified, set apart because Christ called you to serve him. And I tell you what's the greatest thing about it. He don't just say, hey, I want you to figure it out. He helps you. He gives you the ability to serve him amen not everybody's here is the same but he does it he he he, he did listen listen, listen. He, he you got saved you get sanctified by the wash of jesus i'm gonna share a verse with you in john first john chapter one verse seven says this but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of christ his son cleanses us from all sins so to be sanctified is how you walk how you do things Walk in the light. You know, Christian, you don't have that. Some of, somebody, some of y'all got some secret sins you think nobody knows about, but everybody knows about. I'll go ahead and tell you that, that much. You know, you can't hide it. Amen. You, you can't. Yeah. I, I, I'll share this. And I got lucky one time. Well, I used to smoke. Okay. When, when Ambriel was born, I, Judah said, You need to stop. So I told her I did. I lied. Now, bless her heart. She can't smell nothing. Absolutely nothing. So from the time Bree was born to the time Trent was born, I didn't smoke at home. But now here's what here's the funny part. Once I did quit when Trent was born, she said started no, she said, I like that new soap. You smell cleaner. So you can't hide it. You're doing something you shouldn't be doing. You can't hide. You might think you are, but it shows. Who you might be hiding it from, you might hit it. But somebody knows. Jesus Christ knows. He knows everything. He knows the number of hairs that you got on your head for some of us that we had on our head. He knows everything about you. Bible says he knows when a, when, when, when a bird dies, and if he knows when a little bird dies, don't you think you who he died for, he knows everything about? So some of you need to realize you're not walking in the light. You're trying to hide in the shadows. He says, walk in the light because you're in the light. 
You're supposed to, to show it in everything you do. Some of you need to, to realize that you can't hide the sin in your life. You need to be confessing it. You need to get it out. Uh, listen, he tells us this. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, he says, he says this. He says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Did you hear that? You want you want you know about those works you've been always wanting to do to get saved? Once you get saved, you got desire to work. It's not because of your salvation. Your salvation was assured on the cross. This is because you've got a heart to serve the one who is your savior and king. And you want to do it, he said, let it shine before men that they might see works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Don't do it for yourself. Do it for somebody else. Do it for the Lord. You know, it, it, we need to get closer to him. You want to walk. You want to be sanctified. It, it's like James said in James chapter 4, verse 7. To God. Do you hear that? Submit yourself, therefore, unto God and resist the devil. And what will he do? He'll flee from you. You want to know how to be sanctified? Quit playing with fire before you get burned. Submit to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Did you hear that? Resist the devil. When he tempts you, then get up and walk off. Do something else. You know, I'm thinking to myself, boy, I'm one to talk. Because there's a lot of times I'm like, well, okay, I'll do it. You know, I mean, how many of you, somebody says, I dare you, you say, okay. I think that's what Satan does. He knows exactly how to dare you, make you do it. But if we resist them, we're all right. Listen to this. Here's how you do it. James told us in the next verse. He said, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. So let me tell you what you do. You get away from Satan, and you get closer to God. So how can I do that? Get on your knees a little bit more. Turn off the TV or the computer, the phone, whatever it is. Get on your knees and get to talking to him a little bit more. So we'll, we'll preach you on. I don't have a lot of time. How many of you drive a car or ride in a car? You can do it while you, don't close your eyes if you're driving, but you can do it while you're in the car. I've had some of my best conversations with the Lord on my way to work, on my way home. And it's some of the sweetest times you find you a time and expand upon it. Draw more to him. Quit putting those things that, oh, I watch this show. I got, every once in a while, I turn that show off. They say, I'm going to give this up for, I mean, it's, what, it's an hour of your life that you ain't never going to get back. You watch a stupid show. Spend it with the one you're going to spend eternity with. Draw nigh unto him. And he'll draw closer to you. And let me tell you, and you can't beat that. Amen. Now, get to the next one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to spell a word out here. If you don't figure, I'm going to spell the word stone out this morning. That's S. The next one is T. Right? You need to be more trusting. God wants you to be more trusting. How many of you trust God in everything you do? The psalmist said in Psalms 112, that in 112, Verse 7, I'll spit it out in a minute. He said this, he said, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. He, his heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. How many of you trust God when things are bad? You ever notice that we, we, we oh yeah, I do. But you ever notice we don't? We're terrified. How many of you get scared when things are bad? I do. Because if you don't, you're lying. You need to be an altar right now. 
Because when things go bad and we have problems, we get worried. God says, trust in me. Trust in me. See, we, we, on is trusting. Because a lot of times we don't trust as we should. We, 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 we're wishy-washy. Hey, I'm good as long as everything's fine. I'm trusting as long as everything's good. But when things are getting bad, I start going, Lord, you forget me? I mean, have you ever thought that? Lord, have you forgotten me? I have. Lord, you know, Lord, I, I know I've messed up, but, but, but don't, don't you still love me? And he said, you got to trust me with those problems. you got to bring them to me. How many of you, when you got a problem, the first thing you do is take it to the Lord? Anybody? You're going to raise your hand because if you do, you need to be an altar. Because most of the time we try to fix it or we try to handle it. And God says, trust in me. Trust in me and, and, and I'll be with you. Trust in me because I'm always there. We, we forget what it's like. You know, I, I, I was listening and I heard something. This way. How many of y'all remember that song, Trust and Obey? Don't worry, I ain't gonna sing it. All right, listen to this. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, it's on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still. We'll trust and obey. A little force. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. Trust and obey. See, when we, if we would start doing that a little bit more, yeah, I like it to be happy in Jesus. You ever realize if you was trusting him, you'd be a little more friendly, be a little more nice, you'd be a little more happier because God's got you back. He does, but a lot of us wait until we're in the depths of despair before we ever cry out to him. We didn't trust and obey all the time. I want you to think about this. Look at Peter. I'm going to pick on him. Peter jumped out the boat. Walking on water. He was trusting God. He got all the way out to where Jesus was. And then he saw this cloud and he sunk right into the water. You know what that is? That's us. Now, I don't know about y'all. I'd have probably jumped. Hey, Jesus, I'm coming. I stepped out the boat and been straight down because I'd have focused on the storm right off the bat. I wouldn't even made it to where he was at. I'd have had the dog paddle my way over. And he would have to pick me up and said, look, we can walk back to the boat if you don't trust me. Yeah, or, 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 you know, one thing about I want you to think about something. When Peter quit trusting in Jesus and he started to sink and he went under the water, Jesus could have said, Peter, I'm going to go and get in the boat. You swim over there. Don't worry. I'll watch you. But know what he do? He picked Peter up and they walked back to the boat. See, it goes to show you none of us completely trust. We need to be like Peter. We need to be walking on our problems instead of sinking in the storms. You got a problem? Let me tell you where you need to be. You don't even need to wait till the service is over. You need to be in the altar saying, Lord, I got a problem. Yeah, yeah I want you to think, you know, Peter started, Peter, because one, he started trusting the Lord a little bit more. In Acts chapter 12, Peter gets arrested. And his bonds fall off. And he's just sitting. I can just sit there going, that's it. Come on, get out. And he walks out of the prison. See, he knows then, hey, if God has to do it, it's no longer, hey, there's a storm. Because he could have said, 
when the, the chains fall out, I mean, here's most of us. Chains fall off, the doors. Well, there's going to be a guard out there. I'm going to get stopped before I get outside to pray. Peter trusted and he went out. You trust God today. So you got an S, you got a T. The next one is, is O in the word stone. God wants us to be overflowing. This is Romans chapter 15, verse 13 says this. Now the God of hope filled with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. How many of you got hope this morning? Mark chapter 9, verse 23 says this, And Jesus said unto him, If thou can believe us, all things are possible to him that believes. You know, Paul echoed it, You can do all things through Christ. Jesus said it. If he said it, I believe it. Amen? You can do all things through him. How many of you realize that? How many of you don't trust Jesus to be able to help you? Have hope in what he can do. You know why a lot of times our prayers don't get answered? Because we're defeated when we come, we're defeated when we leave. We don't have hope. We, if anybody in Calhoun County and Talladega County ought to have hope, it ought to be the people in this church because the prayers we have seen answered. Amen. So let me ask you a question. Do we have Because if we don't got it, you need to be in the Because God answers prayers and we know that so hey when things get a little rough things get a little down we lose all hope because let me tell you, you, tell you when you lose hope you lose hope you lose joy when a christian loses joy you know what we become little sour platypuses walking around looking like we've been sucking on dill pickles and lemons mad about everything never smiling never rejoicing well look somebody's in my parking place there ain't enough people here it's too cold and too hot he shouted too much i didn't like the songs instead of saying lord thank you for allowing me to be up this morning i was on this side to side i can praise you and i can be joyful that i'm alive and so we come here this morning some of you walked in and you look like you're ready to kill somebody i hope before you leave you're ready to hug somebody because the Lord's still on the throne. I hope some of you woke up now. You know, we ought to be excited, man. You got some hope. You got something good. Listen, Peter understood it finally. He said this. He, he said this in, in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. He says, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. You realize what kind of a man finally realized that? Peter, get behind me, Satan. That Peter. The Peter who said, I'm going to chop this dude's ear off. And then I'm not going to follow you. Jesus, I'm going to follow you to the grave. I don't know the man. But then he said, I realized something. You cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. You can have the one thing you need, which is hope, joy, and peace. You want to know why you ain't got it? Maybe you ain't got enough hope. Next letter, N. God wants you to be new. Paul said it best. He said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Listen to this. 
old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You know, aren't you glad you ain't you ain't weighed down by the sins? And that's the greatest thing about Christ. You get saved. You get saved, all your sins are forgiven. Amen. All of them. Amen. You know, oh, hey, we got to pay. Listen, it's like this. God forgave me for being a glutton. But guess what? I got to pay for it. Amen. I got to tote it around. But I don't have to. I can get rid of it. Do you, you got sins in your life? Christ forgive Because let me tell you, this ain't it. Amen. Amen. Christ paid for your sins. You don't have to worry about them. What it amounts to is you repent from them sins. Y'all know what repent away from. You know how you make sure you're a new creature? Turn away from it. But preacher, it's hard. It is. I'll tell you one of the hardest things to overcome, and y'all can y'all can agree with me on this or not, is overcoming a dirty mouth. Because that words are out there everywhere. We see them, we hear them, we live in them. And let me tell you, though, it's amazing how Christ takes somebody with a dirty mouth and cleans them up. He can do it. Does that mean you're going to never spit out another one? No, because we ain't perfect. He forgives you of your sins. Does that mean you're never going to do it again? No, because you ain't perfect. But there should be a desire not to because you're a new creature in Christ. When you got saved, man, let me tell you, God started a work in you that continues until you take your last breath here. It's amazing to watch people change for the Lord because it happens. They could have been 50 years, but God's still working on it. He ain't done with you yet. Amen. I don't have to work on you anymore because you have a glorified body. You'll be in his presence. Woo. There's coming a day that you'll understand what it means to be new. But until that day, you got to work on it. Paul said, work out your own salvation with trembling and fear. That means you got to stay on the battlefront. You got to stay busy. It, it, it's like this, you know, I, I've seen it. I've seen a guy who was a, a bodybuilder, you know, big muscles and he quit working out. Guess what? That kind of looks like me. If you, you don't use it, you lose it. You got to continue to work. Christian, let me ask you a question. How are you working your salvation out today? What have you been doing? Are you in the training manual? Are you reading the word? Are you talking to the coach on your knees in prayer? Are you putting what you've learned into action? Because if you're not, you're not working it out. You need to start in the altar. And the last one is what Christ wants more than anything else. He wants everybody to realize what you are. This morning, what you are, if you're a child of God, if you asked him into your heart, you're victorious. When Peter was introduced to Jesus, and he started following him, he was victorious.
It all started with this. When they was following and Jesus said, what are you seeking? And they said, where do you dwell? He said, come and see. Come and see. So it starts with an invitation that starts in your heart. You want to know something, Chris? That invitation never stops in your heart. Christ is always coming. Come and see. Come and see. Come a little closer. See a little more. Realize what you are. Paul said, nay, in all things, these things, we're more than conquerors through him that loves us. I want you to think about something. It, it, it was, he was, had the ability to change an old gruff set in his way, Peter, and made him a stone whose faith is an example to the church. Matthew 16, 18, Jesus said, And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Did you hear that? The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Oh, you're going to fall in battle every once in a while? You're going to stumble? But you, hey, you got the ability to get right back up because there ain't nothing Satan can throw at you that can destroy you. He might take your life here on this world, but guess what? He can't have your soul because that belongs to Jesus Christ. You are victorious in everything. To think about that. I want you to look at this. If we had time, I'd go into the next part because it took our Nathaniel. Oh, guy to, to somebody. this. He, he goes and, he, and old Nathaniel's there and he says, what good could come out of Nazareth? Boy, he found out the hard way. Let me tell you, did you know the man, he, 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 he came to love the Lord so much that, that he died being crucified upside down, preaching until he took his last breath. He found out what good could come out. If he changed, no gruff person, no judgmental person. He took old Solomon. You look at old Solomon. Solomon had it. God gave him all kind of wisdom. And what did he do? He fell to lust. But God took and said, hey, I'm going to show you because one of the greatest things in the world you think about, he wrote, he wrote what? Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. He wrote three books of the Bible. He said in one of them, he says, Dan, Everything was vanity. Everything in the world was vanity except for God. You think about that. This was one who fell and 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 all these women and and built all kind of temples and got away from God and realized it later in life. Can't change anybody. If he can change me, he can change you. He can change anybody. You are more than victorious. Why? Because if you got problems, God can change them. You got something that's going on. You got something that's hurting your feelings. You got something that's hurting you, dragging you down. God can change it. But the thing is, you got to bring it. So that's the one thing everyone was willing to follow. How are you willing to follow him? When he says, follow me, follow me. How much are you willing to follow to a God who can change everything? Every head bowed, every eye closed. And Father, Lord, as we come to you this morning, Father, I know there's somebody here who's struggling with stuff in their life. Father, one of the things they're struggling with is pride. 
They don't want to admit it. Well, they admit it, but they don't want to tell nobody about it. So, Father, I pray right now you deal with their heart. Lord, you touch it and give them some courage. Give them some strength. Because what they need is they need some help. They can't fight the battle on their own. Well, Satan's been whispering in their ear, you got it, you got it. Father, I pray right now you put a hedge of protection around them and let them know the truth. That they need to bring it to you. Father, some that, that, that they're playing with fire and they're, 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 they're not being sanctified. They're not walking in the light as they should. Lord, I've been there. I know. I've, 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 I've tried to hide in the shadows. But your light shines through everything. So, Father, I pray right now you'll give them the courage to realize that they need to get closer to you. Or some of them need to leave the past alone and realize that they're a new creature. Some of them need to overcome some things. They need to overflow with your love. Father, there's some that are, they need their heart realigned. But Lord, whatever they need this morning, some of them just need to feel you, feel your presence. Whatever it is, Lord, have your way during this invitation. Amen. As you stand to your feet, we're going to sing page 113. We sing, the altar is open.
Well, I pray you have a wonderful week this week. I hope that you're right with God. If you're not, you've still got time. The altar's still open. It doesn't close until you close it. So you still got time. You can wait till everybody else is gone, and we'll let you have the altar by yourself if that's what you need. But I hope you're right with God when you leave today. I want to thank you for coming. You know, thank you for watching us, and and I pray you have a wonderful week. Y'all remember our 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 cleanup day on the twenty seventh? Like I said, uh, eight o'clock. Me and John are supposed to be here at seven. They only say that you have to be here last time. We showed up late, but uh, so uh, y'all remember chance you can come on wednesday night we're, we're studying prayer uh we're, we're at the moment i got 20 things about it we did first last week we talked about it to have prayer you got to have you what time is it? Nine o'clock. I'll spit out man. I just don't even know what time it is. Uh, so nine o'clock on Sunday mornings. Wednesday night starts at six. So y'all get a chance to come join us on that. I pray you have a wonderful and blessed week. And Rick, will you close us in prayer, to, brother?